0: Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to say goodbye to our hopes and our prayers. To say goodbye to what once was and could have been.
1: Could have been number one.
0: Could have been number two. But no, we had to drop to lowly number five. What's up, Kings fans? This is Zach from the We Are Los Angeles podcast. This is Wally. Uh, This is Robert um coming at you with a hot take just watched the lottery draft that was terrible but before we get into that um we are missing dave tonight um he passed away three days ago <laughs> no he's passing away on saturday on saturday um he is gonna be tying the knot congratulations dave Woo! what an idiot <laughs> what a loser he's gonna nah, be tying okay. that knot congrats dave so uh you know he's doing that uh Doing that husband thing doing the wedding planning and stuff like that this week um, so he couldn't join us but we miss him thinking about you i always think of you <laughs> but how shitty dude how shitty we have this
1: whole bad year and who it's let's face it it's been over since october and uh we end up with fifth
2: the, the worst team, possible the team that gets first has been the one that's been tanking for the last couple months If you look at these lineups the Devils have put out there I challenge it's, you to know half
0: those forwards
2: Right. Hey, Stefan Nason and Coleman
0: I think what pisses From me Texas. off the most I'm cool with New York being in there Because, I mean, they, they didn't have a, a, a very good year But what pisses me Well, they me, did it
1: the right way, too
0: What pisses me off the most Chicago was competing for the playoffs like two weeks ago, dude They were competing for a playoff spot and they end up in the top three. I know Chewbacca. That's how I feel. <laughs> Sorry, that's some fun. Forgot to put it
1: in. That wasn't planned, but that was a great segue.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, Yeah. Fifth, should we just jump right into draft?
0: Um first bulletin point, season recap, we sucked. There's really not nothing there's really nothing to uh, to talk about with that just because the bright spots that we did have we're gonna talk about more in, like in our prospects and stuff. Um,
2: Well, you know, they're Wagner. Shout out Clifford. He had a great year. Clifford did have a great year. 11 goals. Brown had a great year, too. I mean... Pearson
0: had 18 goals
2: after he left. (laughs) Uh,
0: Wagner was a bright spot. Uh, Walker was another... Amadio coming up, putting
2: in 13 points, 43 games. And he had a real nice little hot streak going at the end there. Uh, That was four or five games. Lazat, even though... though Wagner
1: was what, seventh in the entire league in goals per 60 minutes?
0: Oh, he was? Five on five. Wow. Yeah. I mean, after he got sent down and he came back up. For,
1: for any anybody playing a minimum of uh, 500 minutes.
0: So after he got sent back down and he came back up, I mean, kid was just – I mean, he has – you may disagree with me here and other people may, and that's fine, but I legit think they needed to play him in the top six. Let him get those minutes, man. See what he can do.
2: I think I'd be okay playing him top six sometimes this year. I, I don't think he's a top six player. No. I think I, he's exceeded expectations I, with his 12 goals. I'd say the fir- the compromise right there.
1: Th- uh, third line plus give him PK time. Yeah. What's the harm?
2: No yeah. No excuse to not have him on the PK. I mean, the league is trending towards players exactly like him, killing
1: your penalties, scoring on breakaways. You know, look at you know, Coyotes with Grabner like, and
0: grabner by the pussy. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to say that. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh,
1: fantasy name, I'm so sorry. fantasy pun. That was my and uh, my team name, and I lost again. Shouldn't have said
0: that. Lazat, even though he only played in one game, I mean, dude, he was playing up against Reeves the, pretty much the whole entire game, and he held his own. I, I wasn't displeased with him. I think he's gonna have a bright future.
2: Smallest sample size possible, but I liked it a lot. I, yeah. I mean, you look at how he played in a line of like him, Wagner, and Leipzig. Really fast,
0: really pesky. Yeah. Maybe that's something we see in the bottom six next year. Matt Roy. Maybe. Loved what Matt Roy brought. I mean, I was more keen on Walker, but then Roy, just because of how quiet his game yeah, is, you don't really know him overall, as much. Like
1: Robert was saying about how he fits the mold of a, of a second pairing right D-man of what we have over anybody else that yeah. we do have. And, you know, we'll see if he... If he and Martinez are a second pair next year, that might not be. What do mind that?
2: Wouldn't I mean, mind that? Once he got in the lineup, he didn't go out, and we can question Desjardins lineups all day, but I don't think any of us really called for him to get out either.
0: No. no. Well, I mean, I would even be okay with throwing Walker and like a McDermott or someone third pairing next year. I mean, if we're gonna suck, we're gonna suck. Might as well. But any, I mean, if you have like a if you have a, if you have a Walker with McDermott, you just tell McDermott kick it, dude. Just sit back, let Walker do his thing, and. You punish whoever comes up. So I mean, once again, not really a whole lot of bright spots except for some of the younger players like Leipzig too. I mean, we didn't even really mention him. But Jack Campbell, by the way, tore oh, it oh, up. Oh, nearly Vesna. Ooh. Oh. I mean, when you you're when welcome, you, Kevin. <laughs> he's in a roundhouse you in the mouth. On <laughs> oh, and I didn't even. I, I failed to mention at Dave's wedding, all five of us are going to be together getting hammer drunk. Hammer drunk, front row Leonard Skinner. It'll be great. Cause even after <laughs> even after the reception, which has an open bar, even after the reception we're going to like this club that's like right there. Or not a club, but maybe like a I think it's like a bar that's open till like four AM. I'm not gonna say the name, but they're open pretty late. Uh, we're gonna partake in some more adult beverages, so you never know. Um, but yeah, not a whole lot of bright spots. I don't know if you guys have any more, but you know, other than those players we mentioned, the team was shite. Hey, if they're still
2: listening to us, they watch the games and they lived it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to go over it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much.
1: Sorry, Austin Wagner was tenth in the whole league.
0: Tenth. Sorry, but
1: among everybody's veterans. Yeah.
0: No, so. I mean he. Goals well,
1: for sixty.
2: Look at those names above him: Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Brendan Gallagher. He I went out of Victor order. Victor Arvidsson. Jake Gensel. Gensel.
1: Ovi. You know.
2: And I think. No one thinks he's any anywhere near any of those guys, but still. I mean, that's good when company have, to be with. When you have a stat like that,
0: give the guys some more minutes. Give him more minutes. Exactly. See what he does. Exactly. So, yeah, like we were alluding to in the very beginning, how pissed off are you when you see him flip the number five card and he says the Los Angeles Kings?
1: Uh, I, was, I was over at uh, Donnie Bruco waiting for Zach.
0: I think and, you might have uh, heard my scream of disgust all the yeah. way from over there. I was literally laying in so. bed and went, what the fuck? So stupid, dude. I I hate the draft lottery, dude. It's so hey, loud. Hey,
2: you know,
1: we'll, we'll be we'll be competing for that spot next year. So we'll just.
0: Let's just finish where New, New Jersey <laughs> did this year and we'll be fine. Yeah. If New Jersey had lost that last game and we had won our game, we would have been in their position and we would have Jack Hughes. I just want to point that out to everybody.
1: We can blame. Okay, here's. We can here's, blame
0: Wally all we want. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: we can blame Jonathan Huberto for taking a stupid delay of game puck over glass penalty with zero seconds left, and he didn't. He could just have held the puck, and that gave uh, that gave the Devils that power play in overtime. So he could have just held the puck, and it would the game would have uh, gone in overtime.
0: So yep, we dropped from two to five. Ooby dooby doo. <laughs> two to five. Um, we have New Jersey going first, Rangers second, Chicago third, Colorado fourth, which I don't understand how their fans can be upset about that at all. No. Shut the fuck up. Um, and then we're have, at five. Uh,
1: they're in the playoffs. They'll have a four pick, and they'll have Kel McCarr next year. So.
0: <laughs> and we got fifth. So, with that being said, we know Jack Hughes is off the table. There's no point in even talking about Jack Hughes because unless the Kings trade up, which I highly doubt they're going to, no reason to really talk about him. He's going to be dynamic. He's a wild card to me, personally, but that's just me. Um, You can take... Enough Hughes talk. Enough Hughes talk. No no Kako either. You can take Copacaco off there. Now, let's get into some players who actually may be available um, around that pick. So, you have Chicago picking at number three.
1: Uh, I'm going to jump in and take this one. I
0: think they might go with uh,
1: Alex Turcotte. Uh, He... He's from Illinois. Maybe the, you know, local appeal might do that. And he can he can skate. He's elusive. And he, he was born on my birthday, February twenty sixth.
0: I, I think, think they I think, they go, up
1: about him. I think oh. they
0: go. I think they go with best available, and I think that they might go Viselli, Podkolesin.
2: The interesting thing is that best available from three to nine it's it's pretty by, much the same right it's okay. what list are you looking at i mean pretty much the same paul Colzen, there's some questions about when he's going to come over there's questions about his hockey iq you always rate a center above a winger he's, yeah that's true he started becoming right before they started marketing the draft the clear cut number three i don't see him there
0: if i think if chicago is going to pick a center i think they're going to go dylan Co- uh, cozen's um He's projected to go to Colorado, number four. Um, but with that being said, he may fall to us. But I think I personally think the the Kings should go uh, with either Alex Turcott or like uh, like you said, Robert, that uh, Trevor Zegras. Uh, Zegras,
2: yeah.
0: Because he's he's Jack Hughes. If
2: you liked, if you were tantalized by having Jack Hughes on our team, Zegras is the guy for you. He's shifty. He's dynamic with the puck. He's a little smaller body, but he's that speed modern NHL.
1: I'm looking at this. Look whose draft stock shot up a lot. Victor Soderstrom was projected uh, to be a late first rounder, which we we could potentially get with our Toronto pick, and here he is now projected at eight with Anaheim. Oh wow! Uh, real quick, are we on consensus? No defenseman with our first no. first.
2: I, for multiple reasons, I think. The, the gap between um, Byram and the defenseman maybe later with Toronto's first-round pick isn't that large. No. I think next year's draft is supposed to be deeper. And I read... No a, Broberg? I
0: read an interesting I'd article... i like him just for his name.
2: Right? Uh, Corey Pradman in The Athletic... He wrote about whether you should take a we, goalie hey, in the first we'll round. Hey, we'll need
1: somebody to pair with Doughty, so... Eventually. Just, eventually.
2: Uh, Pradman was debating whether you take a goalie in the first round. He had some interesting numbers... His top 62 rated D-men versus the top 62 rated forwards in the league. The forwards were first rounders by 17 and percent higher. Wow. So those top end forwards are from the first round. And
0: they, they most top end to players top, are first yeah. round players, but yeah. you have a
2: better chance of hitting on a D-man lower in lower in the first round or in subsequent rounds. Yeah. Those top end forwards are at Pit. the top of the first
0: round. Take them. Mm-hmm. Take them. Take them. So,
2: so yeah, uh, I was just
1: I think somebody had mentioned that in a group, so we just had to address Z-gress it. Seagrass
0: is uh, 59 points in, oh no, that's 2017 2018.
2: He had uh, 40 points in 27 games for the uh, national development team. Hughes on that same team had 48 and 24, so there's a little bit of a gap, but Hughes also
0: had Seagrass on his
2: line at times. Seagrass stepped up when Hughes was out, so a little less talent around him.
0: The only thing with Zegras, though, is he is committed to Boston uh, Boston University. So it's not someone... You know, I argue with people about this, about whether or not you want to bring in young kids or not, but I, with all intents and purposes, this isn't somebody that you could bring in right away. Uh, he is committed to Boston. Um, but, you know, everything I've read about the kid, he's you know, he has great hockey sense. He's just slick with the puck, man. He just moves.
2: It kind of touches on something we'll probably talk later about, but if we have a lot of... Forwards and centers who may debut next year. I mean, Anderson Dolan's going to be a, in the system. Kupari's coming over. Hopefully, Velardi, Thomas. Knock on wood, will be healthy for once.
0: kill Thomas is so going to be knocking might, on the door.
2: It might not hurt to let let a kid go play college for a year.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. it gives it gives them time to develop a little bit more against, you know, bigger kids and stuff. Well,
1: um, you look at uh, Kel McCarr, and he was a uh, what fourth overall pick from a couple years ago, and he went to college. So, you know.
0: So Zegras is five eleven. Um, another center that they could take possibly at that point, um, Alex Turcotte. Um, he's also another shifty, dynamic um, US center. NDT yeah. player. He,
2: he's really dis- uh, responsible defensively. The question on him is offensive upside, but he, it might be there. He might have that first-line first, first line center offense.
0: Yeah, everything that, uh, you know, what I'm reading is that he definitely has the potential to, to become a top-line center. He definitely does. Um Shifty fast He's also five foot eleven. I'm not reading anything about him being committed to anywhere. So if you wanted to, you can just put him right into um, the AHL if he wants to go, or if he wants to. I'm
2: I'm pretty sure he's going to a school. A, a school. I, I, Hughes was the only one of these top U.S. players that wasn't committed somewhere. Oh really? Yeah.
0: I mean, it makes sense. But you know. He is he he may be available, but one one pick that could be there that um, I think we all kind of had the same um, the same feeling about is possibly taking Dylan Cousins too. Um, he's a bigger kid, six foot three.
1: Committed to University of Wisconsin.
0: I, I thought it was Wisconsin. I didn't yeah. want to But yeah, yeah, Dylan Cousins, six foot three, is a big kid. Skates pretty well. Um, if he's available, would you take him?
2: I think At he has some
1: five. Well, it dep- I mean, it depends on who. If if has gone and the next one is Degros, then I think so.
2: I think it depends on if if our scouts see him as a center or a wing, because people are some people think he's a center, some think he's a wing. I, yeah, I saw his highlight more. video,
0: and he played wing more than he played center.
2: Yeah, I think uh, he people are tending to lean power winger, which he skates really well for his size, but. If some of these other center prospects are still on the board, you might lean them.
0: What do you think about Kirby Dock? Dock. With, with the modern NHL,
2: you want a little more skating, but everything else is supposed to be grade A. So, I, like, these guys in the top nine, you're going to have one fault out. with all of them, and everything else is going to sound Wait, really we, good. We know
1: we're just going to get the oldest and unhealthiest one anyway. So that's <laughs> just <laughs> right, Michael. Um, uh, all right, let's, let's quick uh, – let's move
2: – Wait, there's uh, even this Peyton
1: Krebs okay. who I might rate Peyton, above both those guys. The Krebs, I don't know. The Krebs cycle. Yeah, he for he all
2: your a, a really bad team, so his numbers take a hit for that reason.
1: Okay. Oh, Peyton
0: Krebs. Yeah.
1: Okay. He's in the
2: mix. I mean, he's
1: projected mid-first round, but I don't think we'd reach personally. But I think he's one of those top ten
2: in most people's book. Not but, the one uh, we're looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: not the um, one I'm looking at either.
2: So for our, our he's going fourteen. Yeah,
1: I have 14. Um, for our second first pick, the from Toronto, Thanks, go Toronto. Bruins. Um, what are you thinking? D Man? Alex Lasic.
0: The draft site that I'm on, draftsite.com, they have him available at 26. Is he right handed or left handed?
1: Lefty.
2: Ooh. For me, it depends a lot who we pick with the first pick but then and again, who's left.
1: But We have a lot of righty defensemen now in our pipeline. So I, I think the handedness thing, I, I I know me, you know me. I'm the first one to beat the drum of that. But, like, you know, we still have Jersey in the mix. We still have uh, Walker, Roy, obviously Dowdy. And, I mean, Ladue's still under contract. So I, I think that being a right shot is not as important as uh, it, it was a few years ago. And I would – you
2: know, a little something lean towards maybe I, best available. I, I like defense. Yeah, best available for I sure. Was gonna I was going to say like Soderstrom, but his pick. stock. I really grows. like, I don't know how to say it, Heinola, Finnish left-handed defenseman. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, Cam yeah. York if he falls a little bit. I'm not as sold on Vlastic. I,
0: there's Reed great yeah. side
2: two, big German, righty. A lot of options.
0: Okay. Uh, everything I've, yeah, one, one thing that I read about Vlasic that I think, um, you know, really kind of stands out to me is he has a high panic threshold. And stays cool under pressure um, never scrambling and throwing pucks away that's something that you need in in the in the modern nhl now because you're constantly having a forward or two on you uh you know that's something that that stood out to me um and then also i mean the kid's big six foot four yeah he's really he's, he's really, really really big kid um who are those uh london kids that that nick was uh nick moreno shout out Um uh, About those London kids. Who were they?
2: You have a couple centers there in the late first, second round, and Connor McMichael. Connor McMichael. McMichael. Very confusing. And then uh, (laughs) Matt Guskov,
0: I I believe. Matt Vay Guskov. Right
2: here. McMichael's supposed to be, you know, a skill guy, a speed guy. He's shifting. The next echelon after those top centers.
0: Oh, they have Connor McMichael going uh, 22nd overall, left wing. Mm hmm. Then who's that? Let's see. Where do they have Matt V?
1: They actually have him at us at 33.
0: Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, he's the center. Mm-hmm. Apparently. I mean. So, I think,
1: to, you know, I think forward, I think center, D, and best available forward, I think, is the way to go in uh, the first 33. But you really that think that we, we even
0: need a draft D, though? Because, I mean, I know we're talking about left, left-handed D. But you know you got Clegg, Mikey Anderson, Cole Holtz. Like you have all these kids who are in the pipeline. I mean, we didn't add any last year. You always, yeah, you always want to add, no matter
2: what. You know, if he becomes a position of strength, then you have chips to deal.
0: I mean, we got a ton mm-hmm. of left-handed. Our, our, I, or, I feel like our whole entire pipeline is still think there's a
2: First pairing lefty in the mix
0: at all. Maybe. You don't think so? Uh, I, I don't no, think so. Not
1: not under not in our system. I mean, I think Clegg is our highest, and he'll project to be at best top you know, top four. I mean,
2: granted, Forbert is a first-mearing oh, defenseman, God. and maybe Brickley could be a better Forbert, but I don't think a Clegg is going to play I, I think... minutes. No. Yeah, I think...
1: Well, we don't but, know yet. Well, I think Brickley, yeah, he would be a better Forbert. Like, who's less, you know, scared with the puck, or doesn't Whatever make those bad passes. Yeah,
0: but but here's here's my thing, though, about about picking, you know, a defensive with our first, first-round first pick. Any of these kids that we pick, like Vlossic or... Um, that Hanolo, Hanola, Granola, um, mm-hmm. either of those guys, say we use that pick on them, are they even projected to be first round? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not first <laughs> round. I mean, first uh, first pairing?
2: I mean, there's they're some of the better prospects in the draft, so you go from there, you know? But if you look at Martinez could be out this season, could be in next season. We True. don't really know. He's getting older, takes a lot of block shots. So you don't know how long his body is going to hold up. Phaneuf could be bought out. Forbert is on an expiring contract. I mean, maybe we move him at the deadline. So you might have a big gap at left-handed D coming up very shortly.
0: I um, yeah. I don't know, man. I uh, I think because of our lock at, like, center depth, I think you'd take another center.
2: I don't know. I mean, we yeah. have Kopitar for five years. We have Carter for three or four, theoretically. Tempe wants to play center. Kupar is a natural center. Velardi. Velarde. Velarde. Right, wing center. I think center. it projects wing, but he can go either way. And Jad. You got Jad. You Jad. got Akil like, Thomas. Akil Thomas. He's a natural center. And
1: Amadio. Blake
0: Lazat. You
2: know,
0: okay, yeah, never mind. Never mind.
2: I think I'm we're strong enough that we can
0: go best player available. You know? best okay. Available. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. I, I agree. No, you're absolutely right. Because, I mean, now that I think about it, we do have quite a bit of centers. <laughs> yeah. Take a winger. Fuck it. Take a winger. We don't have a lot of winger depth. I like Pavel Dorofeyev.
2: Russian guy. What was
0: that? I, that I've seen time.
2: him late first. I've seen him mid-fourth. But he's <laughs> like a, a dynamic playmaking winger. What's his name? Pavel Dorofeev. D-O-R-F-E-Y-A-V. Oh, there we go.
0: Pick number 54 going to uh, Pittsburgh.
2: He's supposed to have some really strong playmaking. So if you had someone like Velarde who has a really good shot, maybe if he ends up being a center you have a playmaking winger like that, or Akil Thomas might yeah. transition to a playmaking winger.
0: Well, they don't have our second pick listed in the second round. In this one.
2: We don't have a second second.
0: Oh, it's a second third, right? Yes. Yeah, With the
1: Washington. Uh, Washington, yep.
2: But you know I mean? We have that second pick overall in the second round. So mm-hmm. we have basically three first rounders. So we have a lot to play with there. I wouldn't yeah. want to waste two of those picks to move up.
0: No. Yeah. I agree. No.
2: I mean, unless
1: unless we use our late first and early second to maybe move up to a mid-first bet, I know you're shaking your head. I'm saying that's only that's the only scenario in which I could see if we wanted, you know, our and we're, guy... Are we all in, drops,
0: in so. consensus right now that we do not want the team to trade down?
2: I don't want to trade out of the,
0: the top nine. I don't really want to trade down at all.
2: I think your value... Drops after nine, and then in most drafts it drops after 20. You have a range of like 20 to 50, 20 to 60. So I think we're pretty well stocked where we are. You I know, mean, I would have loved one or two, but I mean, in, unless it's not
1: terrible. the only the only scenario if Buffalo somehow wants us to like trade up two spots, they give us their seventh and their 20th overall for our fifth, then
0: we'd have three first round picks. You yeah. would do, do that, that one, but three. For and maybe trade.
1: Well, you know, uh, I don't know if they do. Maybe we'd have to give them one of our the, our second, but. I don't know if they wanted to move up two spots to get someone, and then we just move back to seventh and get their twentieth. That's the only scenario in which I could see us So we would have down. 7,
0: 20, and twenty-five.
1: Yeah, well, hopefully in this
0: hypothetical trade that's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's
1: not. I'm just. I'm just giving sen- a yeah. scenario in which.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. We could. I don't so. think we'll see any trading down from Hughes or Kako. No.
0: A man can wish.
1: Anjay Kopitar. <laughs> okay. Uh, what So
0: one thing that we're all looking forward to.
1: Playoffs. Playoffs.
0: Yeah, playoff hockey is absolutely. Yeah. Who do you uh, who do you got winning the cup?
1: Oh, I don't want to give away my bracket. Let's just say Oh come on, It now, involves man. a repeat champion. Wash the Capitals, baby.
2: Are you going with caps? Oh, Capitals. okay. Alright, alright. Yep. It's not the fun pick, but, I mean, the lightning are the best in every aspect. So, it's got to be the lightning.
1: You would, oh. They were last year, and then what happened? Game six, no goals. Game seven, no goals. They're hungry this Against year. Washington. They're hungry. I'm gonna... And they have a
2: secret weapon. Chair knock.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, and I remember, God. man.
1: I remember that, that uh, Brian Engblom was on NHL radio a couple of months ago, and he was just singing his praises, and... Just like Scherneck is, uh, like a, he's like it plays like a ten-year vet, so smooth, and
0: we didn't keep ugh. him. We didn't keep him.
1: Well, at least McCune's not panning out,
0: right? <laughs> That's
1: the one oh, righty on, that we on. traded.
0: He has not well, a chance. Mean, that the look at that. that
1: their blue line is two stacked with righty. They have five or four righties. Anyway,
0: I'm gonna go straight out of left field. I got my cup final as being uh, St. Louis versus Boston, and I'm taking okay. Boston to win the cup.
1: I can totally see Boston winning. I, You know, St. Louis, up until yesterday, I would have agreed with you, but I hear Morrissey's skating, and he's probably going to come back, and the Blues have home fe- or I'm sorry, home Winnipeg, field. Yeah. Winnipeg has home ice over the Blues, so I just – you know, I, Morrissey and Bufflin back together. They're just such a different team. They can get the puck up so much quicker, yeah. and they they have home ice, so they can dictate the change.
2: A lot know. of it's how you They're feel, underdogs. How how necessary do you think it is to be entering the playoffs peaking? I mean, the Jets have been down, the Blues have been up, kind of the same thing in the Sharks series. I like the hotter teams. I don't know. Oh, are you okay. taking St. Louis? I'm taking St. Louis. Taking St. Louis. I'm taking fair. Vegas. Fair enough. Well, I'm taking Sharks. Too. I'm
1: taking Vegas, but. Yeah, Zach's taking sharks.
2: I, I experience man. How many times no, how
1: many times was Jones pulled against
2: Vegas? He has like a record setting low for a save percentage save. for a goalie of a certain a, amount against, of shots faced yes. or something. I'm taking the experience.
1: <laughs> it was, you know, here's what it was. It was out of any goaltender playing sixty games since the uh since the nineties, he has the lowest save percentage.
0: My one upset though, my one and only upset. Carolina beating Washington.
1: Oh well.
0: I like it. I like it.
1: I, I wouldn't mind if
2: they won. No, I don't but, think uh, I don't
0: think another team out there has their locker room. Dude.
2: If they had any solid goaltender,
0: like a Jonathan Quick, right? If Ray they had Wally.
2: Quick, yeah. I mean, what would what would have been
1: the harm of just trying to? We would have taken. Would Would you have taken Darling back in, in exchange for a better pick and just bury him in the minors and play our goalies? I would have
0: taken. Yes, uh, I would have taken Darling the pick and and McEwen. For, for quick?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: I would have taken that. I was going to say, Robert, Robert
1: just said he's over McCune, but...
0: <laughs> hey, why don't you I, I, I would <laughs> see where we got.
2: He just kind of... We don't need him anymore. You That's know? true. Yeah.
0: That is very true.
2: But, okay, so
1: you've got Boston. You've got All Tampa. All right, the, the, second Tampa. Most,
0: the second most exciting thing. The mo-fucking-off season, bro. That's going to be the meat and potatoes. From here on out, meat and potatoes. I hope so. I mean, I just, I just
1: can't, I just can't get stoked. I mean, it, it all, it all, it all boils down to. I mean, you know, let's face it. Todd McClellan's our front runner for coach, and you know, if we hire him, granted, he's a better choice than some of the other choices the mayor was saying, like Dan Bilesma, Patrick Waugh and
2: Vanjo. I don't.
1: Av. Yeah. Mm, I mean, Bob yeah. Hartley. <laughs> yeah, Bob Hartley. He's over in Sweden, isn't he? But uh, I don't know, to be honest.
0: We're shaking our head.
1: He could be. You could be right. Um, Now, train of thought. Uh, McClellan, you know, is it going to be like the same like with Willie? He's not going to give any of the kids playing time, like especially on special teams, because that was the one thing that, like, you know, why are we burning Kopitar twenty four minutes a night in a meaningless season? It's just just plain fucking stupid. So when,
0: I think one thing that you and I were talking about um, that I had read uh, recently is that the reason why the Kings haven't, you know, inked him to a deal or anything like that is because he's, uh, Blake is still discussing philosophy and, you know, moving forward with, with McClellan, you know, maybe that's one, maybe that's one of like Blake's things is like, Hey, I'm not going to give you a shit ton of veterans. You're going to need to learn how to play these kids. Well, I liked,
2: uh, Dan Boyle, former defenseman, he played under McClellan, and he wrote a glowing review in an article about how he wasn't committed to what he thought was best. So he came in with a plan, and if it didn't work, they adjusted. And if players had feedback, he was very open to it. and he oh, wow. liked to, he tweaked players' roles into positions where they succeeded. That's and easy. that you really appeals to me. So if that's true, then I'm because all for it. Because we he, we have that was our biggest criticism,
1: our yeah. of mine of it's just you know, improper utilization of players, like, you know, going back to, but
0: four, that
1: for the four year, it's funny that it's the four year anniversary of when we were eliminated by Calgary in the playoffs because we didn't play three righties, three lefties. We, we kept forcing the, uh, Martinez, Regier second yeah, pair. Yeah. And it was bad. So it's like, you know, I, I that was actually music to my ears hearing, uh, you know, proper u- utilization of players. And, but like, I mean, if that's a review from things. like
0: a, a player that played for him, then a I mean, player that played and, and had Blake success. did, you know,
1: yeah. Blake did play for him too. You know, so. and I,
0: I don't want to hear the bullshit from people about him about oh well, Edmonton. He was given a shitty team, man. Shari <laughs> Chi- 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 really was his goddamn GM, man. He, look at that Lucic yeah. contract. Like, like, come on. He was <laughs> not given the tools. I mean, he took the he took. Um, he took Edmonton into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, he won a round.
2: Yeah. One of the other things I like, really like that Boyle said, he's like... Should have beat I, Anaheim. I was an offensive defenseman, and McClellan knows that it's it's not really productive if you're playing me with fourth liners. If you're playing guys that want to dump the, the puck and just forecheck, and you have a guy whose specialty is connecting passes and getting, like, offensively threatening situations, you okay. play
0: players with people who they're going to succeed with. Now, you pair okay. him... You pair him with some analytics darlings that, you know, the team is wanting to do a lot more analytical-based, you know, shit. You, you pair him with something like that, man. Like, you're maybe setting him up to succeed really well. Especially
2: next year, the okay. there's all that influx of player tracking data coming in. So more at a, mm-hmm. more in the front office, but we definitely need to be cognizant of that. And
0: I've also heard that, that McClellan is uh, – will be not a hard ass, but, like, he'll at least – he at least has the testicular fortitude to, like, speak his mind and pe- pe- put people in his place.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear these quotes from from our, some of our guys, like, oh, we need someone that'll, uh, you know, kick our ass and have s- practices not pathetic,
2: like...
0: Bring back Dale City! No, thank you. No, thank you.
2: Yeah. I thought those quotes are really interesting, and they're it's kind of anti-what like I would the, think the, the festivist airing
0: of the grievances, man, that's... <laughs> Yeah, that honestly though, dude, like after you told me those quotes, it completely changes like my outlook on him. Now, so we know that McCollin is the front runner.
1: He's a front runner, but let's he also has uh an option
0: with Buffalo. With Buffalo. We'll see.
2: When he takes that trip to Buffalo, I think he'll feel a lot happier about Los Angeles. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: It's like it's like uh, you know, April over there and it's still fucking cold.
1: Well, I mean I, I think I think to be honest, I mean let's face it, he was waiting to see like us with the lottery and where he would Coach, but like Buffalo they're behind us, so there's no a favorable like no. thing one way or the other. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe if Buffalo were, you know, one or two and then we
2: were still five, then maybe, but no. And then a lot of Buffalo's best young players are on the
0: roster. Where yeah. our
2: kind of future hopeful youngsters are going to be hitting
0: soon. So you have to kind of think to yourself which is which team is more set up to win. If you ask my opinion, I think it's the Kings. And the reason being they have a veteran. They have a veteran presence that have won a cup, and now they're trying to infuse the the, the talent that we have. And it's not yeah, it's not win, shitty talent. Winning
1: though. cups in a different era and players who think like that are stuck in the past and think you can still win. Like you hear these quotes from Dowdy, It's like he's like, oh yeah, you know, like everybody says around. Oh, we used to hate playing against you guys because you would like forecheck and hit hit all of us uh, and hit us. And uh, we'd hate that. And now that's just like you know, no, that's the not how you not like anymore. when well,
2: then Kopitar saying so, the first thing we have to figure out is getting back our defensive structure. And if I'm looking at the last right. couple Cup teams and the teams that look poised for success, I don't think that's the right emphasis, especially uh, well, I mean, with Do
0: no. Washington's defense wasn't anything that was shitty?
2: But you look They're at like middle. I mean, the rule changes the are zone. happening, and offense is picking up. This was the most goals ever in a season, but we also have. What the about most the teams.
1: okay? What about the year before the Penguins? Uh, That's true. Yeah. I
2: mean, this year's Cup winner is going to be Tampa Bay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
0: well, I mean, when you when you well, it was an interesting stat that Wally, uh, Wally brought up on the on the right out here, you know, if you look at the the team last season versus when uh, versus when you know we last won the Cup in '14, even though we're Jennings Jennings winning uh, Jennings Trophy winning teams. You know, we gave up what, like, 400
1: yeah, more. Yeah, it was. Uh, yep, that same Brian Engblom interview. He said he we gave up 400 more quality chances against, and this was last year in the regular season. And you know, that was you know, let's face it. I I was always skeptical that we didn't do more after that Vegas series. Uh, you know, it's just it's stats like that. Like we. We could have done more to address our D. We didn't, and. Uh,
0: I mean, don't get Chris, me wrong. Christian
1: Fulan was the uh, glue that.
0: Don't get me wrong. I don't together. think that we need to like get back to being like, oh, we're the the grind out, pounding ass, bruising defensive team. I don't bruising defensive. Just in case you guys didn't hear that, um, you yeah, know, I don't think we need to get back to that. But I do think we do need to find a, a defensive structure they they are giving up too many high scoring, uh, high quality scoring chances.
2: I'd love to see what our numbers would have been with Campbell in the whole time. Like, how does it shake out? Because Campbell found success. Peterson yeah, found sa- success. with the
1: same bad defense I know in front of us. had so. most
2: of the games once we moved out Musn and you know and yeah. I mean, you're not going to be a better defense in the short term with
1: those yeah. guys with gone. With those guys gone.
0: But. Who knows, though? Because, I mean, has Jack Campbell even had that many starts under his belt ever? No. Not as a pro, right? Yeah. But
1: that's why, I mean, you know, I, that's why you know, I'm, I'm hoping. You never new- know,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: We well next year, you know, I'm I'm just, you know, hope we can move on from Quick, get something for him, and yeah. whatever that is, 100%. and then just you know we don't want to have to put the burden on on Campbell. Like we can basically split him and Peterson, like yeah. 40, let him go. 41, 41 like you know, I mean, Morozic and yeah. uh, McElhaney. I mean,
0: Peter uh, Peterson's supposed to be the heir apparent, man. He's supposed to be taking over, so let him get half yeah. the starts next season. Jack Campbell's proven himself to be a, a good goalie.
1: Why not? And then, you know, I'm thinking maybe if, if somebody wants to uh, somebody wants to get Campbell at the deadline. I mean, I don't know if we'll re-sign him, but, but or going, maybe you know, or, or maybe we will. I mean, we'll we'll need a, a goalie to be exposed in the expansion draft, and he could. Uh, but
0: going going back to like what you're talking about with defense, though, dude. Like, I think you can revamp your defense a la like like Calgary. Calgary is a good defensive team, but they move the puck extremely fast. They get the puck. The puck is out. I think that's what maybe Kopi was talking about, and maybe that's what they're they're looking to go more towards. And that's what I'm hoping I mean, for. You though. need like, a functioning defense.
2: I just don't want to
0: go into a shell,
2: sacrifice everything
0: for defense like how we
2: used to play, yeah. and, it, yeah, and it was yeah. fine when it worked. And I, don't, right. I just don't think it's going to work anymore. No, just I agree. Not with that personnel. But
1: I mean, I think you know, look at these guys like like Roy and uh, Walker. Like they'll. You they know, know they, they the they're they're comfortable skating the puck. I mean, yeah, Walker can get some better passing in, but like, I mean, forward's still so bad at getting these yeah. unforced breakout passes. Like Fenuf too is like, what do we what do we see in yeah. in them? It's just like, all right, what he was a for, a first round pick nine years ago, and he's still like yeah. not panning out. Like,
2: I mean, look at Tampa Bay. On. They're when healthy, they're scratching Dan Girardi, they're scratching Ryan Callahan. They're not wed to the veteran. Uh, leadership, yeah, they're, or sometimes they, they'll they're scratch Sergeyev the if he's They're not out producing to the contracts.
0: They're just yeah. picking the guys that are going to help him win every night. So three things you think the Kings can do this offseason that would help turn it around.
1: Can do or should do? <laughs> Both. Okay, can can do. Uh, I have first first and foremost, buy out Dion Phaneuf.
0: The power play specialist.
1: It was a terrible trade right from the get-go. Robert and I, I love that we can just say we called it immediately, and we were so right 100 Somebody get them a medal. Oh, yeah. A trophy. Um, You know, so his, his current cap hit with us, 5.25 million. But next year, if we buy him out, because don't forget, Ottawa is still on the hook for uh, 25%. It's only 2.1875 million next yeah. year and then in 2 years from now it's it's 3.86 million and that's totally doable and then the, the final years that Woody's he's not on the contract 1.0625 but i mean it's, it's better than paying not, him for 5.25 million
0: what is that a cap savings of almost like 3 mil next season Well, and then you look at and then a the
1: million next. and a half next
0: are we going to
2: be a, a competitive yeah. at the cap team. I know we're going to be willing to spend at the cap, but I think we can live with a little bit of that oh, yeah. space. Oh, well, yeah. I
1: think especially have it opening up a roster spot for, for know, a someone like... For a guy an
2: ELC or less than a million-dollar contract. Yep. Like Mike
1: Anderson, maybe, or Holtz. or
2: Kale Klake should be factored into the NHL at some point next season. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: 100%, 100% agree.
1: Uh, my second thing, I think we, we need to trade quick. I, I yeah. don't even... You know at this point it's not even worth i don't know if it's worth just getting a first rounder i don't think we'll get that but if we can get like you know a combination of like a third or a second you know or i mean my my in my head i have a three-way trade scenario for uh he goes to columbus and then uh columbus trades panarin and babrovsky's rights to florida and we end up with luongo and uh a first for 2020 I don't know. That's just my fantasy scenario, but I, I doubt that would happen. But you know, um, let's see what else. Maybe you know, maybe Colorado. I heard there were rumblings about at the deadline that Colorado was the team that uh, pushed for Quick, that maybe done the last ditch. So you know, know, they, no. they have Varlamov done now. So
2: Grubauer kind of took off after the deadline, though. He did, <laughs>
1: but you know, Grubauer's. You know, if we retain salary on Quick. And Grubar is only under contract for, what was it? It was three years, 10 mil, so under three. So that's that's fine. I don't know. And then my third, just just get Carter off the roster. I don't care. Uh, third round pick uh, this year. And a conditional, you know, a conditional anywhere third, third to possibly a first, you know, for the next year. Like, let's say a team gets him and he gets a certain amount of goals or they go a certain amount of distance in the playoffs. Like, I think... You know, it's a low risk, and potentially, like, if he earns it, then we get a better route.
2: Yeah. Ro- yeah. I look at a three. team like Carolina. Let's say they don't have a lot of success this year. You can add a multi-cup experience guy. They have the cap space. We could retain a little bit. Center or wing. And if you factor yeah. in, like, a performance-based return, mm-hmm. whether, like you said, goals or playoff, I think that's right. a fit that could really work. Yeah.
1: yeah, Absolutely. So, you know, and it's, it's really low. It's like, what, you know, a third-rounder this year, that's fine. I'm, I'm totally, you know, that. And then next year... Do that, but it's just—I mean—the way he was just playing down the stretch, is just like he showed like he didn't care.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And it was just like he was taking a roster spot from somebody who I would have liked to see personally.
2: Well, when Blake talked about players resting on their past laurels, I think Carter was kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of the poster boy <laughs> right. for that entire movement. I
0: agree. I mean, pretty all much right. every everything that you talked about is it—you know—all three of those things I would agree with. I'm 100% you know. agreements with.
1: I think, um, and then also, I, I think, um, I think, the more I think of it, like keeping Toffoli, give him a camp, and give him another shot to get, uh, you know, to produce, and then yeah. hopefully we can get something better for him. You know, he's a restrict, uh, unrestricted free agent pending uh, at the deadline, and then go from there. Like he's a, you know, you. The more like I
2: looked that? at him, the more I thought about him. He does so many things right.
1: And uh, he does. We, like, he I shoot, wish I had the stat on hand, position, but he was. But like, and he hit eight posts, top
2: ten in post hit. So you turned five <sighs> of those around. Maybe you just need to lower expectations a little bit. Maybe he'll never be a thirty-goal guy but again. But... He's not a bad player, even this year. <sighs> the finish no, wasn't, wasn't there. You no, know, but... the
1: finish wasn't there. But you know, he did create chances, and you know, he was actually uh, number one on our team
2: in uh, war. So yeah, every night you were like, he's just getting robbed, and he has the worst yeah. luck. But he was making. I mean, making the play. It's yeah. kind of like with like the tank mentality. You do the things that set you up best for success, and if they work out, they do, and if they
0: don't, they don't. But yeah. you don't okay. change the way you play. So that was it. One um, one one player I think that was mentioned that I think we should keep is Alec Martinez, um, especially if you buy out enough... Hopefully you can bury Forbert somewhere, like in the desert or something.
1: I think I'm relegated to the fact that the only way we'll get rid of Forbert is if we, we have to keep him and then trade him at the deadline because he's a pending uh, free uh-huh. agent.
0: But I think you keep Martinez around just to play second second pairing left defense until maybe Clegg or Brickley shows something and then maybe move Martinez then at that point. But I think you keep him around just in case.
1: I'm okay with keeping him, but if somebody wants to give us two seconds for him, then...
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. It, like, you know, 100%. it's kind of like
1: Muzzin, too. It's like, yeah, you know, we got, you know, a first and two assets for uh, him. It's like... One of them's already be, paying off. One of them's already paying off. The Cy Young, Carl Dronström. Yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know, the, we jo- it's a joke in the hockey world. The Cy Young is most goals and the fewest assist ratio. So, like, a couple of years ago, Brandon Peary had uh, 22 goals and two assists. And uh, so yes, yeah, so that's it's that's amazing. what we call about for Sun Young. So That's amazing.
2: I, mean, I think Martinez the one thing is I don't think you're gonna want to re-sign him when his contract's up. So if, if yeah. you have the value, you move him. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. I'm not my heart's not broken. I love the guy. Yeah. He's he's been
1: great move he's him a for nice pick, writer and, and voice. then we just sign Fandenberg in free agency
0: and that's true. Call, that, uh, that's my preferred scenario. That a while. A while. That's true. That's true. Um, I guess to me. The one thing I think the Kings can do to, to hopefully be more successful next uh, next season, what I think they should do, and what I'd like to see play more kids. That's all I care about.
2: I want I want us to come into camp with no no roster spots no written, roster spots written
1: I mean, there's other than, in pen. Okay, other than Kopitar well, and Dowdy. They're going to be
2: in there, but where they're on the lineup, obviously they're going to be first. Okay. But, I mean, the thinking. There's going to be 18 forwards and 10 defensemen who could have legit shots at the roster. If we have a coach outside mm-hmm. the organization just – Play the guys who deserve to play. You know, and that's yep. kind of
1: why, uh, you know, I keep harping about it. But, like, you know, Dan Quinn with the Rangers, one night he would he would uh, scratch Kevin Chattenkirk and Brady Shea because they're not performing. Like, everybody, he played the kids mostly and some of the vets, and then he would just mix it. Oh, if you're not doing well, you know, do that. So I want a coach to come in like that. Hey, if McClellan's that guy, you know, maybe. I mean, uh yeah, you know, I know we did miss out Coach Q, but, like, you know, just kind of going to rant here, it's like, you know, well, we should have done, you know, with Stevens after the playoffs last year. And, you know, it, it, Trots became available, so he's the best on, so why not do it? Like, oh, Bob Bodner, he's not a bad coach at all, but they, you know, they saw an opportunity to get the best coach available, Joe Quinville, so they fired him and, and hired Coach Hughes. So,
2: you know, I don't know. Do you think, hey, uh, do you think Blake's job rides on this hire? And do you think that impacts him going towards a McClellan rather than uh, Keith? probably isn't available, but a Keith or a, a Gruel, Benoit oh or uh, DJ Smith. DJ Smith. There's, I there's think a lot of that inexperienced names that yes, are attractive. Yes,
1: and that's why I think the consensus around all of our talking heads is uh, that we are going to get a coach with NHL experience. And, you know, to me, like you said, like, like you were saying about McClellan, that he's adaptable and puts players in the best position to succeed. I like that a lot because, like, the other coaches that we had never did that. It was, like, Sutter. It was, like, his way, the highway. So,
0: okay. But, I mean, if you think about it, though, Blake has never really gone for the non-NHL experience. I mean, he could have got Jim Montgomery, uh, you know, before he hired Stevens, and he didn't. He wants NHL experience. Now, I don't blame him. I I don't blame him.
2: I'd hope that Blake's job was – safe enough at the time, at, for, at at this moment that not everything is riding on this hire and he could maybe take a chance on a guy who could be a better fit long term for the organization. I mean, well, I'm not judging did, him for and He didn't he's, get to... Nah. He's saying the right things and... you know, He is. It, it was, Whoever he is. says the
0: wrong things. Though. Well, Bla- I mean, but Blake is saying <laughs> it's like... A fucking will Dean there, Lombardi? Come will, on now, dude. Will, said, I, don't I don't know what I'm doing.
1: I don't there, know what I'm doing to keep a winning team I'm together.
0: Doing. I don't want to follow the
1: flavor of the month. Success is a lousy teacher. That was it. Um, no, you know it. Uh, I don't know
0: what I'm doing.
2: Yeah. If we, or the I really want this guy to play, but I don't know. <laughs> I just can't get him in the lineup. I'm. Uh, I, what did you say about Kovalchuk? He's like,
1: I'm playing to his weaknesses.
2: <laughs>
1: don't put
0: that on the resume next time. It's yeah. like, it's like, dude, it's like fucking so, Ricky Bobby. Dude. You know, I don't, but interview. anyway, go, know sorry, what to do Going, with
1: my hands. going, going back to what Blake said. It's like, will there be tough times ahead? Yes, like. You know, that, that pleases me because it's like it's showing that there's no shortcut to this. This is going to be – we're going to do this rebuild. We're going to do it right. And, you know, I, maybe I there's
0: a – I really think it is. Now, as far as his job being on the line, yes. Because uh, yeah. Todd McClellan's contract would be five years. So, I mean, like, so, you give him five years right. from this hire, five years from this hire. Hopefully he does it all with one coach. And at the end of these five years, yep. if, the, if you're shit, or if you're in the middle of these five years right. and you're shit – well, yeah, I, I hope there's a D- five-year window. I mean,
1: I do too. Like Dean D- so Lombardi hard. got yeah. six years before he even won a playoff round. So
0: I mean, look at look at what he did towards the the, the deadline, man. I mean, he moved all those pending UFAs for for picks, you know, and that's what you do when you're wanting to retool and
2: rebuild. I'm just hoping that if we're sitting here in a year and a half and we aren't on a playoff path quite yet, that it's we're not talking. Blake's job on the line. You no, know? no, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm not going to say that. I you guess know? a lot of it depends on what he does in between now and then. But if yeah. he takes a youth movement, veteran coach or not, I hope that we're committed to it. Yeah, I think so
0: too. Do we really need to talk about Slava? Pass. it, uh, okay, I'm it too. was
1: a new – there was – There's a news There's news about it. News. Okay, suspended for a year. Boom. That's our Slava talk. Okay. He'll
0: be. He can come back as a thirty-year-old who hasn't played for six years. Or he um, can appeal okay. it, which he probably will appeal it. And we don't know what that'll end up as.
1: And we trade him to Toronto, and they'll drop that suspension like that because all right, it's all right, Toronto.
0: All right, all right, all right, right, right. We're just. This is the only. This is the only thing we're going to discuss here. Okay. Only thing. We're not going to branch off topic about it or anything like that. It's the only thing we're going to discuss. If the appeal goes through and they say that he can play, are you going to trade his rights or no? Am I? You're gonna try or I sign? I would. Tr-
1: him? I would try. I, I would try. And if we can't, then I would sign him. And hopefully he plays well, and we can move him to a contender at the deadline. That's a good
2: point. Trading his rights? So I don't think he's worth the PR. I don't. I don't think with his age, where he is versus where we are, it well, play, makes a lot especially of Especially
1: because, well, I could see that because you know, let's face it, <laughs> we're a bandwagon team. And people if we're not good, people are gonna show up. It is what it is. Yep. And if people already aren't showing up, then they'll also maybe take this holier than thou approach and if they don't, you know, like Slava, then it's another reason to not show and I don't think that the Kings then Blake and Luke would want more excuses for people not to go. So
0: I'm gonna say trade is trade. rights. Hopefully um, trade. Hopefully trade is rights. Um, I'm in the camp of, with you, Robert, PR mess. you got to think about the division that it causes amongst fans. Imagine the division it could cause in the locker room. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, prospects, man. The one thing that we're super excited about, your five, top five prospects that you think are going to make the team next year.
1: I'm going to steal Zach's thunder and go Jad. Oh, ooh, oh, uh,
0: ooh, ooh, you
1: bitch. <laughs> well,
0: that, you could that, say that. I'm definitely going to say him, too.
1: Uh, I I think Villardi. I think uh, his his back will will heal, and I think that we should just just try. I mean, he's got all summer to rehab. He's he's here up here with the best rehabbing and PT and trainers. And...
2: They're not gonna play him out of camp, though. He's played like twenty games in the last I, two years. Who knows, I don't man? Care. I don't know. I'm, who knows? I'm well known for being wrong on this. Who knows? So you uh, got Villardi.
1: Uh, are you are talking about a out, out camper uh, up here at some point in the season?
0: Who do you think? What top five prospects are most NHL ready? There we go. That's better. Mm. Who will make an appearance sometime? The okay. Next well, season? I think
1: I think Clegg. I think if we trade, uh, hopefully trade uh, uh, forward at the deadline, then we can slide in Clegg and, and get him because it'll open up a spot yeah. for him. Um, I don't know. We didn't. We haven't even talked about Sheldon Rempel. He's kind of like the forgotten guy, but I don't know. Do have we has he passed? Have we
2: passed him over on the depth chart already? I mean, I think we, what's up? we left a call up on the table, and I feel like yeah, there was a lot of guys we could have used it on, but I feel like he was definitely one of the ones we yeah, should have. I agree. I mean, he went down there, was an AHL All Star, did what he should, had to do at that level.
1: We'll see next year. And, we'll uh, see next Kupari, I think that you know, I I think we'll move on from from Trevor Lewis. I th- he's a pending. You know, he's appending you for third, fourth round pick. You know, like like Hagelin got. Uh,
0: I'll bring him up at the deadline next next uh, then, season. Yeah, Kupar, yeah, no, yeah. that's, so that's I... four.
1: Um, I don't know. Five could be. I mean, does Grunstrom count? He's already up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so.
2: We got, got Robert Picking the long road, prospect wise. Nikolai Prokorkin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's rumors that he he's touch... finally you, L- to way. come to North America. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, got bounced was, uh, from the Gagarin Cup today. John Rosen did tweet it yesterday. They've been kind of teasing we... him all season a little bit. Uh, if hey, he came, if he'd, Kovalchuk he'd him, have man. a great chance in the NHL other than that outside i don't know if anyone any of these prospects are going to break camp with the team i think at some point i Klaig think is... i
1: think uh, i think if we got prohorkin jeff Frazine would be uh, all on board with the uh prohorkin pud colson and Kobolchuk line next year but we'll see if we draft I
2: him i think without a doubt clay plays next season i think brickley gets up at some point anderson dolan at some point i don't know i don't think any of those guys are out of camp depending on what moves we make
1: I'd um, love. Here's somebody a- I'd love to see: Akeel Thomas.
2: Get it. Get a. Ten,
1: oh, you ten bitch.
0: Taking. I'm looking at the stretch. questions in you and you and you, and you you're taking off a pitch for me. We're all doing it. I you got right. Velarde,
2: Kupari, maybe end of the second half of the year.
0: My five prospects: Jan, Vellardi, Kupari, Derzsi, and Akeel okay. fucking Thomas, dude. Kid has been tearing it up. He really has. Tearing you know, it up, dude. And when I went and saw a preseason game when he was playing last uh, this season. What, the yeah. one we all went to? Yeah. Yeah. And Dave was, yeah, Dave was there. Yeah. hit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, we were all there. Um, dude, took the hit to, he took the hit to make the play. And I literally thought he died. He was in midair like this. And you guys yeah, won't be able to then see he got me, but it, like it
1: looked the, like uh... Uh, he was
0: out. One question. One question that somebody uh, that brought up, Lisa Servias – servilas sure yeah i I don't want to i'm sorry if i'm butchering it talk about the success of previous number five picks well hey
1: for Braden shen we traded him for richards
2: pretty solid player yeah i i mean a lot of people are saying this about this draft it's more than the one in two guys top nine we're gonna get a top tier prospect it's gonna be the best prospect we've gotten probably since drew dowdy I don't know the history of the number five spot. I didn't have time to look it up, but I know Shen, I think, is the only time we've drafted fifth overall. You're going to get a good player. All
1: right, we'll start five years ago. Michael Dalcole he's still finding his way with the Isles. They. He was kind of a victim of circumstance this year.
2: He's not a great example.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they just they signed you know guys like uh, Uncle Leo Komarov. Alright, twenty thirteen. What do we got? Fifth. Elias <laughs> Lindholm. <laughs>
2: Worked out pretty well. <laughs> At uh, yeah. in Calgary. Yep. What's the right.
1: the McDavid draft? Who is Twenty fifteen. Oh, you should know this. I will give you a hand. Can you tell me? Left handed no. defenseman. And he was traded. From Carolina to
0: Oh, Jacob Slavin.
1: No. No no Noah Hannifin. Yes. And Noah Hannafin. Hannafin. So, oh
0: man, that I mean, draft. He's, he's he's playing Look well. at that draft.
1: Uh-huh. McDavid, Eichel, Strom, Marner, Hanifin, Zaka, Provorov, Worenski, Meyer, Rantanen.
0: So, I mean, I, I think oh, yeah. I think you hit the the nail on the head. We're going to get a top prospect that we haven't really had in quite some time.
2: Whoever we get is going to jump number 1 on the list in my opinion. I I there's reasons to be What the mayor's list? <laughs> our, our list There's reasons yeah. to be excited about all these kids we have But this guy, is, whoever it is Hopefully is going to oh, wow. be our top prospect
1: Arguably the worst draft In our sort of generation The 2012 draft Morgan Riley was 5th overall So that's
0: Top player in the top 5 Yep No Stephen Ferraccioli, we will not do what you asked <laughs> We will not uh, From In the neutral zone If McClellan uh, From who? <laughs> uh from in the neutral zone if McClellan chooses Buffalo and the Kings want to give Sturm more time who is the choice at head coach? Cuz they already said Sturm is sticking around and Ranford. I'm really con- or I'm not confused on
2: Sturm but I mean our power play is pretty bad and that's what he's What did he do? <laughs> what did he do is kind of my thing. I don't want to take a short-term approach but hire Turgeon back.
0: <laughs> I'm not I'm not
1: Turgeon's. Not...
2: <laughs> I'm not turning anyone down or saving any space for Sturm. If we okay. develop him, okay. that works, but
0: I'm not really factoring him into you my decision
2: what? at all. Mike Stothers?
0: So if if McClellan doesn't – if McClellan chooses so. Buffalo, I think I want to go the same route as you and get Bob Bugner.
1: Yeah. I mean, Boogner, it's not – you know, it's it's he's not a bad coach. It's just Florida said we had, there's a better guy in mind, so sorry. I mean, hell, you could probably Bye. even
0: look at Phil Housley, dude. I mean, like –
1: Hey,
0: dude, Jack, I don't I know. know. I, I Jack con-
1: Eichel's just too much, man. I I just I don't know about that. I, I think, like I mean, I bring him up all this time, but uh, Chad D. Dominis of Die by the Blade, he you know he's saber blogger and he's just does not like Hosley, does not like his style. He does not have the right personnel. And he makes
2: poor personnel choices, exactly. kind of like Willie, right? Playing guys. Above, you know,
1: like where more, really like his slide. his big example is uh, Lawrence Pilot, uh, left hand defenseman who's who's got skill, and he just completely underutilized him, scratched him a lot. He he's he's basically of, uh, the Ledoux of the Sabers, and and no to Hosley, I mean.
0: How, Ellie and Steven want to know uh, how much more will Campbell get in a trade than Quick? Should we trade him instead?
2: Hmm. Well. I think Quick's a depreciating asset and you gotta get out.
1: But yeah. Campbell, I mean, yeah. let's face it, the only you know, the real the only market for backup goalie is a third round pick, that's it. I mean that's nothing to sneeze at. But I mean But I mean, like, you know, like look at Dubnik, third round pick. Um, what we got for uh who am I thinking of? It's ben
2: Scribbins, we got
1: a third and Kemper, we got Kemper we goal we scorer come.
2: legendary Tobias Reader. Tobias Reader. I mean I think I think the possible asset we should have gotten the third instead. The possible asset coming back is not going to replace what Campbell was this season. Who knows what he is going forward? But I mean, unless you're telling me I'm getting a top two-thirds of the first round, first round pick, I'm holding on to him. And nobody is going to give you a 15th overall pick for Jack
1: Campbell. No. Nope. So you hold on and you just just you take your chances, move quick with for whatever. And so
0: I agree. I mean, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, I think that's it. I think we
1: covered everything.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna do another one one of these. Um, I think right after the draft, and we can get a little bit more into. I think like, after
1: free... the draft, and then we'll do a free agency preview. Yeah, and...
0: um, where we'll get into a little bit more of like the RFA UFA stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I know you you asked about that, Stephen. We'll probably get into it then. Um...
1: Yeah, let's wait. Oh until... shit!
0: You know, I just saw a name that I hadn't even like thought about in a long time. Fucking Nikita Sherbeck, dude. We also have him down there just chilling.
2: Yeah, we I mean, do. I, I think you you bring them back because it doesn't cost you anything, but I've kind of the expectations have fallen off for me.
0: But yes, we'll yeah, go into you. UFA RFA um, next podcast. Um, you know, make sure to check us out on uh, you, you search our Facebook group on where uh, we are Los Angeles hockey club um, SoundCloud. It's uh, we are Los Angeles uh, Twitter is we are LAHC. Um, you can also check out all of our content on fourthline Um, You'll find a tab with all of our stuff on there, Uh, mainly just our three podcasts. Yeah. Uh, But once again, this is Zach. Uh, This is Wally. And this is Robert. Uh, Oh, yeah. Congratulations again, Dave. We'll talk to you later.